One morning, a very devout Christian was asked how she was feeling. I am burdened this morning, was her reply. But her happy disposition contradicted her words. So her neighbor exclaimed in surprise, Are you really burdened? Yes, but it's a wonderful burden, she said. It's an overabundance of blessings for which I cannot find enough time or words to express my gratitude. In Matthew, the gospel that is assigned for this year, we see and receive wisdom from Jesus. And in Matthew, Jesus is the teacher. Today, the gospel pericope really brings this out. He went up the mountain which provided acoustic assistance for an outdoor classroom that he might teach people all about life. As was the custom for teachers in the ancient world, he sat down and taught his disciples and those gathered around him about life as God intended it. We too find ourselves drawn to Jesus, the teacher, eager for instruction that challenge and reinterpret the prevailing worldview. His lecture on blessings makes us a bit uncomfortable. Many of us do not feel blessed. Or we know people who do not feel blessed. And some of these people are the poor, or bereaved, or humble, or long for justice, or compassionate, or sincere, or peacemakers, or the ones that say and do the right thing, but suffer for it, or for no conceivable reason. Each of us experience challenges, each of us experience struggles that make us question God's blessings. A closer look at blessing, I believe, is helpful at this point. Blessing features prominently in the Bible. And the first place that we see blessings in the Bible has to do with Israel's history and where it begins. God tells Abram, he's not yet called Abraham, God tells Abram, all peoples on earth will be blessed through you, Genesis chapter 12 and verse 3. Israel's past thereafter is understood as an outworking 
of this blessing. Still, blessing means different things depending on who is using the word. Most people consider material stuff to be blessings. Some people consider money to be blessings. And others, what we think is good as blessings. And I'm not going to dispute those, but I want you to know that we cannot limit blessings to just those things. I want you to know that at this moment, you are blessed with senses to see, to touch or feel, to hear, to smell, and to taste. You're blessed with a biological family. And you're also blessed with a spiritual family. Your sisters and brothers with whom you identify and have a relationship here at Messiah. People you trust, people you care for, and people with whom you serve God. You're blessed with peace. You're blessed to be in the house of the Lord this day. And in the book of James, chapter 1 and verse 17, we're reminded that every good and perfect gift is from above. I want to go back to the story with which I began because the neighbor was puzzled. And seeing the puzzled look on the face of her neighbor, she added with a smile, I'm referring to Psalm 68 and verse 19, which fully describes my condition. In that verse, God reminds us that he, and I quote, treats us with kindness day after day and rescues us. So therein was her occasion or reason for not letting her burdens weigh her down. Each of us has benefited from the greater blessing the lesser. We can point to those instances in our lives. We understand that blessing is a sign of special favor. And also, we, you and I, invoke God's blessings on others. It is customary at the end of worship for 
pastors to send their congregation with a blessing. Now, I know that some of us might have a difficult time with what Jesus says. But I want you to know that there are things God wants to give you, as Jesus makes clear in the Beatitudes. These are promised blessings that are good for you. They bring us, among other things, comfort, especially those in mourning like David and Maria and Jessica Adams and Vanessa and Joe and Bartlett and Lynn and Bob Starr and the Darsons family and the Garmers family and the Persaud's family and the Cummings family in their bereavement. Such are the things that God gives us is joy, joy in knowing that there is more to life than earthly experience. That when your earthly life ends, you will be with God forever. And all of this is possible through Jesus Christ, who took our sins and died in our place on the cross. God has blessed us with Jesus, who forgives us and who reconciles us to God. That makes him more than the teacher. Jesus is our Lord and Savior, and I dare say he is our chief blessing. For through him, we have received the Holy Spirit, and with that, we have the power. Each of us have the power. Each of us has the power to be a blessing. That's what we're called to today to do. Jesus not only promises blessings, but he asks us, each of us, who are called to him to be a blessing in his name. Amen.